0: Hey guys, it's me. Not that you were expecting anyone else. Anyways, Gaming After College has a sponsor. I know, right? We're getting with the times. It's pretty exciting. Anyways, our sponsor of today's episode is Anchor. Anchor is a brand new service that lets you make podcasts, and they make it very easy to do so. All you need to do to make a podcast is right there on their app and right there on their website. On top of that, they handle automatic distribution of your podcasts to various different platforms. So you don't have to do anything with RSS feeds. And then they look for sponsorships for your podcast with absolutely no minimum amount of listenership, which is great for me because I think I only have five of you guys out there listening to my beautiful voice and uh, keep going. Thanks, guys. The best part about Anchor, it's absolutely 100% free. So what are you waiting for? Go and try it out. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, guys, let's get back to the episode. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Gaming After College. In today's episode, we will be discussing Red Dead Redemption 2. All right, let's get started. couple things different in this episode uh so there's no giveaway in this episode i'm gonna try to do them every other week and uh hopefully everyone enjoys um also, in this episode of Red Dead Redemption 2, I will actually be giving uh, just a little bit of spoilers. Um, so usually I'm known for not doing spoiler reviews because you, you you guys have probably never played the game. You guys might want to. So I'm going to go, I'm going to stick to mild spoilers, right? So I'm not going to say, oh, this person dies, that person dies. But I will probably give more information on certain quest lines and certain things you have to do in the game. Things that make it very interesting. Um, Red, Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption 2 is a really fun game um and i i look forward to giving everyone a a, a little snippet of it all right cool let's get started got to relax this is earth radio and now here's human music hmm. human music i like it Alright, so, Red Dead Redemption 1 was a game that came out in 2010 and it's an open world uh, Wild West game. uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 came out in the year 2018 in October of 2018 actually, so it's almost only going to be a year now since that game came out. And this game is actually a prequel to Red Dead Redemption 1. So Red Dead Redemption 2 takes place roughly 20 or so years after the end of, uh, of the Civil War. And uh, it kind of it's kind of like towards the late later end of the 1800s so the, the later end of the of the old West if you will and um, you play as Arthur Morgan Arthur Morgan is is a main character that you play as he is a criminal part of a gang a gang of misfits if you will and uh, honestly there's just there's just a family trying to get by. Uh, there's a four or five main men in the gang, if you will. And they, they do a lot of the, the hunting and the, the cooking. Like they, they, they bring in the meat so they can cook. They, uh, they do a lot of the killing, a lot of the big uh, heists and the big uh, missions in the game. They're usually carried out by the, by the guys. Occasionally, the, they'll involve like two or three of the women. But most of the time, you're going to be seeing a lot of the same characters like Ju- like Dutch, Josiah, um, John. Um, I'm forgetting some of the other guys' names. And um, wh- basically, as you're playing this game, the game starts out with, uh, with the gang. They just call themselves a gang. With the gang leaving uh, a place called Blackwater. And apparently there was a huge heist that went down in Blackwater and they had to leave because it all went south, and so they had to leave. They left a ton of money. It's in hiding. It's still there, and uh, they're on the run, right? They're on the run from rival gangs such as the O'Driscolls and uh, the Pinkerton Agency, right? So the Pinkerton Agency—they're uh, basically a, a detective agency that's hired by the United States Secret Service, and uh, they're on—you're on the run from them as well and then after you play that little snippet of the gang leaving Blackwater and trying to find a nice place to live in the meantime uh, the world is yours after that so the game is insanely open world uh, they they give you a map when you buy the game if you buy a hard copy they give you a map and it is a very large map and it's all about a new Hanover county um, if I were to say where in the United States this game takes place it's probably the south uh, there's like a swampy area there's a mountain area it's like they I don't know if it's any one area uh, in the United States but it's definitely uh, an, an accumulation of multiple areas in the United States in one gigantic map so there's like a there's like a plains area right with nice green hills there's a mountain area there's a forest area there's a swamp area with alligators in it it's insane um, the map itself is gigantic and after you get past the first 30 minutes or so, maybe an hour, they let you just do whatever you want. So you can do the missions. You cannot do the missions. You can just get on your horse and go. It is all up to you. So and before I uh, get more into the gameplay, I do want to talk about the, uh, the story. Right. So essentially you and the gang Dutch is the leader. You and the gang um, are running away. You, you're you tired of, of normal life and you guys planned a heist to get a whole bunch of money and then that money was going to take you to the west or take you to some tropical island and you were just going to live there for the rest of your days away from the law. That doesn't really pan out. Um, Actually, it doesn't pan out at first. I uh, Full disclosure, I have not finished the game. So I've invested about 40 plus hours of my life into this game. According to the game, I am at 56% completion. While I don't know if that means I'm 56% completion of the story or 56 56 completion of the entire game as a whole, it is unclear. Um, for example, in the Spider-Man, the Marvel Spider-Man game for PS4, that actually tells you. It tells you full total completion of the game versus main story completion. This one doesn't. It just says 56%. So it's unclear how how um, how far I'm into the game and when it's going to end. But I've invested quite a few uh, hours of my time, and I've been doing a ton of side quests and a ton of main story missions. So we'll see. I will cheat about it once I finish the game. But going back to that, the um, the main goal that Dutch has, the leader of, the, of 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 the of the camp, the main goal he has is to get. A whole bunch of money so everyone can leave with them everyone the whole family can leave to the west or to tahiti um that's one of the places he wants to go for some reason and just live in live free like that's it right that simple goal right they get all their money from stealing right so you actually do a couple buy, a bank heist you do two of those and those are actually really fun um or you can do like other you can rob other people you can rob rich guys you can rob trains point is you can do all this stuff and it's all in the goal of leaving one day but that doesn't really work out so far from what i've seen um and the game itself being that it is a single single player story it's it's very interesting because there's a lot of uh philosophical things it tries to hit upon right so for example um i never played the original red dead redemption one so i don't know if this was a thing in the original but when you're playing as Arthur, there's a lot of moments in the game where your honor is a huge factor, right? Um, your moral compass, if you will. So, for example, if you if you rescue some poor sap who's gonna get killed by I don't know some debt collector or whatever, you'll actually get a plus in your in your honor um and your reputation if you will uh and and it has a little meter at the bottom of the screen right so there it's a it's a it's a long horizontal bar with red on the left and it sort of gleans into white as it goes to the right and the wider it is it's like a light blue i think um but the the lighter the color is the more reputable you are the more honorable you are the more of a good man so to speak and that quote-unquote good man you are um and they each have their own pros and cons, right? If, you, if you're if you all the way in the red, people are scared of you, which might actually help when you're holding up a store. If you're all the way to the right, store owners will give you discounts because they're like, oh, this is a good man. I want his business. I like this person. And a lot of the uh, the stories that you encounter with all these other NPCs and all these other side quests, they really make you think about, you know, what, what does it mean to be a good man? What does it mean when XYZ happens? And I don't... I like to think that they paint a picture of American life in those years, um, with homesteads and you know all these uh, saloons and stuff, and it, it looks really amazing and it looks beautiful. And I'll get to the graphics in a bit, but the storyline itself, there's a lot of downers, right? And um, I'm actually taking that from uh, the Kotaku article, the Kotaku review, uh, which I'll link in the show notes. There is a ton of storylines in this uh, in this game that are just sad, right? Um, Uh, There are a couple main characters do die. I'm not going to say which ones. And uh, some of them are young and it's like, wow, this this is pretty crazy. And there's a lot of um, thought provoking questions that are asked and actions that you that depending on how you are as a player, you know, they'll they'll affect Arthur Morgan in a different way. Um, But it will give you a lot to think about. And as the game progresses, Dutch, and this is a mild spoiler, Dutch slowly starts to lose his mind. I'm not sure where this is going. Um, I have a few ideas. But from where I am in the game right now, Dutch is who was once seemed like an honorable person who cared about his family is now this murder filled dude who I just do not trust. In fact, as I'm doing a mission with him, I tried to shoot him a couple times and I, I just couldn't. And I was pretty annoyed about it. But the game itself really makes you think. Um, There's a lot of philosophical questions it tries to answer. And probably the biggest one is, what does it mean to be a good man? Because Arthur Morgan is a criminal, right? All the money you make from the game is by selling stuff that you you stole from, from a bank heist, from a train robbery, or even from someone's home, you know, that you decided to rob them if you wanted to. The game is a lot like GTA, right? you can do whatever you want um in fact i would because it's not set in a city and and stuff like that i would actually just call this yeehaw skyrim right Uh, a friend of mine called it called it that to me once and i thought it was hilarious and appropriately named but all the money you make in this game it's either well not all of it but 90 percent of the money you make in this game it's because you're a criminal you stole things you robbed people um occasionally though you can like hunt animals and i'll get to that in a bit but you can hunt animals and then sell their pelts or sell their meat right and you can make money like that but most of the time you're gonna make money off of the main missions doing bank heists, robbing people robbing trains etc but some of the actions you have as arthur morgan you know you you help a little girl you help a nun you you help two lovers wanting to be together and th- these are all little these are all things you can do these are all optional from the out from the outside it's like that's a good man but then you've robbed people you've killed people never an innocent person though so that's kind of good um actually it's completely up to you you can kill anyone you want in the game right save kill everyone just like skyrim but the question is asked what makes a good man and i feel like that's a bit of an oxymoron because some people might say you know no matter how much good you do you're not a good man if you're a criminal right so i don't want to get this isn't you know Matt Manuel's talk radio show about um philosophical questions and ideals you know um who's the next caller you know that's not what this is this is a gaming podcast but it is something to, to think about and it's actually really crazy how much thought-provoking uh, i've done from this game so moving on so gameplay itself so gameplay itself is more of a uh Open world concept the minute you're done with your tutorial, you get a horse and you can just explore the entire map if you want. There is absolutely no fast travel um, at all. I mean, th- there's one version of fast travel, but it only takes you to main cities. So, there's a couple main cities you do encounter, and I think like two trading outposts, and you can use a stagecoach to take you there. But most of the time, 90% of the time, you're going to be using your horse and you're going to be taking your horse everywhere with you. And you have to take care of the damn thing right so you have to feed it you you pet it you bond with it you brush it you make sure to wash it right so you, you walk through a river so make sure it gets some water on it and it actually looks shiny afterwards and if you don't take care of it they can die um and they can just die from regular combat people can shoot the horse and it's pretty crazy um you, you do actually make a bond with this with this horse and on top of that you actually have um to take care of yourself as well so not only is this open world but it's open world with like responsibility right so you got to take care of your horse you have to cook meat and buy things to eat so you can take care of yourself If if you don't eat the game actually tells you like hey you're you're below your average weight or you're at your average weight or you're overweight so um they add a lot of nuance to the game, which is pretty good because one of the things that also stretches stre- stresses is uh, survivability. So many times I won't be at the camp in the game, right? Because the gang has a camp that they go to. Many times I'll just be sleeping out in the wilderness because you can actually get a, uh, a fireplace kit and then just set up a fire anywhere you want in the world and sleep and your horse is just there chilling with you, right? So... It's really cool, really reminiscent of old westerns. it reminds me of this uh, old uh, Marlboro cigarette commercials, right <clears throat> But the game is very open world. It is a third person camera. You can actually set the camera to whatever you want but I would imagine most people set it to third person and um, you actually have all these weapons right You can buy weapons from the gun store right so you can buy pistols, revolvers, rifles, shotguns, etc. And you have a bow and arrow as well. And the bow and arrow is actually given to you by a Native American who's part of your gang. And uh, the Native American, uh, there's actually quite a few of them in the game. And there's a whole separate storyline with them. And I'm exploring that right now, which is pretty great. And uh, you can hunt animals. So there's tons of animals you can hunt in this game, right? Name any animal you can think of in the wilderness. You'll see it in this game. Uh, I've killed raccoons, rabbits, bison, deer, turkeys, you name it. And once you kill them, right, you can track them, right, you can track them very slowly and carefully for the woods or for the forest or whatever, and then you kill them with a bow and arrow, then you can skin them, and then you can sell their pelts, you can sell their meat, or let's just say you're, 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 uh, you're, you're killing a whole bunch of deer, you set up a fireplace or a fire. And then you just cook the meat and then you can eat the meat you just killed. And it's actually really great because you refill on all your uh, cores. So there's three cores in the game, right? Uh, that your character has that Arthur Morgan has. There is your health core, which is essentially your health meter. There's your stamina core, which is basically, you know, how much you can run stuff like that. And then there's your dead eye core. And uh, dead eye is that um, that really cool thing that the Western movies have, right? or you know draw and then they just start shooting like 10 people think uh it's high noon right from mccree in uh overwatch it's basically that but if you don't sustain it it, it'll deplete and then the only way you can get it back up is by eating certain things or drinking you you can actually drink bourbon it'll actually decrease your health but increase your dead eye and then um you can just rest at campfires or eat meat Um, And as you continually use, you know, you get more health, you kill more animals, you do more deadeye, you run more. As you do this, your character increases the capacity of those cores and your horse has cores as well. They have a stamina core for running, right? Because you're gonna be using your horse for galloping all the time. And then they have a uh, health core and that health core can deplete depending on the situation. So you gotta take care of your horses as well. And you can have more than one horse. You can just put them in the stables Um, and you can buy more horses. But then every time you buy a new horse, you have to bond with them some more. Um, And each horse has a level of bonding. They have like up to four levels of bonding. And each horse has different speeds and acceleration. So the game is very complicated. Um, (laughs) um, And as you're you're playing through the game, obviously it's open world. So it's depending on what you want to do, right? So yellow markers are main story markers and they all have different story missions. And those actually make you a lot of money depending and then they have white markers, and white markers are just uh, side quests, right? Side quests. So those side quests are completely optional. And honestly, I've been doing more side quests than nothing in this game, um, and I think that's why I'm already at forty-four hours and only at fifty-six percent completion. And um, this, the, the the amount of side quests in this game is are pretty great, and each each side quest is very well written. It's not something as as stupid as uh, "go get me this and bring it back." It's more of Oh my family is XYZ we used to do XYZ and then this happened XYZ so it's it's very involved and I and I really appreciate that Another thing I really appreciate that uh another thing I really appreciate that is very uh like so, so, it's those things that you just don't think about is the fact that you can actually customize all your guns. So every gun you have, you can have rifles, shotguns, revolvers, etc. Every gun you have, you can customize it. You can take it to the gun store and then they can engrave it for you. They can polish it. They can put a different grain of wood on there or a different um, polish of wood, uh, wood polish on there. You can get different um, uh, emblems embossed into it. You can have a leather wrap for your guns. It is insanely complex how much you can do on your guns. I think I've spent at least 30, 40 minutes just customizing all my favorite guns because it's pretty badass. You can make them better. You can make them look nicer. It's really cool. And if you don't clean your guns routinely, they start to deplete in how good they are. And it's actually really annoying because you can have a gun that you spent a ton of money on. And then after, what, maybe a few hours of playing games, it's not as... um, uh, strong anymore because you weren't taking care of it. And so it's pretty annoying But it's it's really interesting how the game makes you do these little things that ultimately matter So it's really it's really cool. Yeah, and then one more thing going back to the to the hunting aspect there are Legendary animals that you can also hunt and it's pretty interesting, right? So there's an there's an area like on your map It'll appear like oh you can find a uh, geese in this area or you can find rabbits here or you can find elk here or whatever but every now and then you'll get into an area where it says you have entered legendary animal territory and there's one area uh, it's actually one of the main quests in the beginning that will show you that legendary animals exist is um, is a bear right so oh there's a legendary bear here and you can kill it um, and you get like more experience you get uh, a pelt etc but they're also insanely hard to kill so um, it's very interesting in my opinion it's a lot of fun. And probably one of my favorite things about this game is the fact that it doesn't hold your hand. It, after the tutorial, you are you can do anything you want to do. And that makes it a lot of fun. It, ma- it makes it a real fun game. Um, so let me see. I've talked about the storyline. I've talked about some of the uh, main morals of the game. I did talk about the gameplay for a bit. Uh, now I'm going to talk about how long to beat. But before I get there, I will talk about how insanely large this game is, OK? This game is beefy, like it's a big boy. So the game itself had to download an update of about 20 gigs and the game on top of that update or before that update had to install a game and the game took 50 gigs of my PlayStation 4 Pro. Now I have the one terabyte version of the PlayStation 4 Pro but I have a lot of games downloaded to it. And I actually, for the first time, since I had the Pro, I had to delete some games. And when I had the 500 gig PS4 regular, I had to do this on I had to do this on the regular. But this is the first time I had to do it on the Pro because of this game. This game is insanely large. So keep that in mind, everyone, when you if, if, when and if you get this game, because this game is large. <laughs> Um moving on uh how long to beat so th- this is the main <clears throat> this is the main reason that I created this uh this podcast right how long to beat this game so first off is is this game worth it yes this game is 100% worth it i am not done with this game but this game makes it a lot of fun it, it, i would say it's authentic to the old west uh the hunting's a lot of fun the shooting's a lot of fun the storyline really makes you think and the storyline really makes you feel and i love it i love games that can do that Uh, single player games are my favorite type of games if you have a nine to five job kids and you want to get this game it'll take you a while to finish it but i think you'll enjoy it um so let's go on how long to be so the main story of red dead redemption 2 will take you about 46 hours so i'm already 44 hours in and I don't know if I'm there yet because I've been doing a ton of side quests. So we'll we'll find out about that. But if you just wanted to do the main story, hit everyone with the yellow marker, it'll take you 46 hours. And then if you wanted to do some of the storyline extras, right, you want to do some of these side quests, find the ultimate weapons, kill some ultimate uh, legendary creatures. I'm sorry. You're looking at around 75 and a half hours. So you know what? I might be itching closer to that um, because I'm already at 44. I feel like I'm close. I really want to kill Dutch, but I feel like I'm close, and um, I'm pretty sure that I'll be done by the time I hit 70 hours or so. So we'll see. And then finally, if you want to get everything, I mean 100% mapping completion, you 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 uh, you research every animal. So every animal you kill, you can actually study it. But you'll get more information if you study it while it's alive. So you got to like get real close to it without it noticing you and uh you kill every uh legendary animal you get all the guns you do all the side quests you do absolutely everything this game has to offer you're looking at about 154 hours of your time so that's what two weeks nearly three weeks no no i'm sorry that is two three weeks yeah like about three weeks of your life uh, in terms of jobs right nine to five 40 hours a week three weeks of your life is it worth it I don't know if you want to do all of it. (laughs) I will probably not be doing all of it only because there are other games I really want to buy. Um, So probably not. In fact, I think right now I'm going to speed the rest of the main quest line unless there's a side quest that really interests me. Like those two lovers that I had to help a few days ago. So we'll see what happens. Um, Obviously, as always, I will be tweeting about when I finish this game. Uh, This game again came out in October 2018, so you can actually pick it up for relatively cheap on Amazon right now. In fact, I think it is only thirty three dollars on Amazon, so that's around fifty percent cut uh, of it uh, of it wholesale. So resale, I'm sorry, of retail value. Um, So for whoever wins the twenty five dollar Amazon gift card from last week's episode or the last episode on E3. There you go. You can buy Red Redemption 2 or just wait for the next gift card announcement and then get two gift cards and buy yourself a brand new game. Who knows? (sighs) All right, everyone. So I hit everything I wanted to hit. I hit the uh, gameplay, the story, how long to beat. And I hope everyone found this episode to be enjoyable. As always, if you have any criticisms, any uh, questions, comments, concerns, um whether it's about my presentation the way i speak or even just the audio because this is a one-man operation in my apartment and i am right next to the wall which i think there are some pipes in so any sort of comments whatsoever i can be reached at gac underscore podcast on twitter or you can always send me an email at gamingaftercollege at gmail.com all right everyone keep gaming this is your host manny (music)